What's poppin' and welcome to Poppin' with Cholo Sadiari and your stop for all things pop where we talk about all things pop culture from here in the Philippines to the rest of the globe. And this week, we are back again to the workroom for our season 13 RuPaul's Drag Race recap. Let's all welcome our co-hosts for the week. Let's welcome back Jeremiah. Hello, hello, hello. Hey. Dana is back as well. Hello. Nikki is here as well. Oh. And she's beautiful. She's a model. <laughs> Louisa. We always have to say that. <laughs> hey, Louisa. And, of course, we have a new addition to the group. Therese is here. Welcome to the show. Yay! It's her first time. Uh, I don't know why we only invited her now. But she invited last year, <laughs> lang, right? Watching. Yeah, but so better just late than never. Recording, I was like, hey, you want to join? And he's here. So, kamusta, guys? How's, how's that quote-unquote reunion for you guys? This is a reunion. Um, ever since parang we started doing these in season 11, this is the first time that we're doing the recap before the finale. So, we'll be discussing who we think we want to win at the end of this but how is the season because um <laughs> this feels like what is probably the longest season ever for me uh how about you guys what are your thoughts I was about to say congrats everyone we made it <laughs> to the finish line finally for it's- me it was long but then now that it's ending it's like oh it's done parang for the season go like It's done. That's true. Same. Yeah. When I was watching it, I was like, mm, when is this gonna end? <laughs> it's exactly. now finally ending. Uh, yeah, it's kind of weird for me because we've had this weekly watch party mm-hmm. and to have it end this week, parang, huh? Tapos na. Yeah. It's so sudden. Yeah, and it's... Parang yeah. the first time we ever watched together every week, right? For yeah. ever since yes. we started, like, having a group about Drag Race super funnies. Um, <laughs> the first time we ever actually watched Partied every week to watch it. But yeah, I would agree with everyone. Uh, it just kind of feels like, is it pandemic burnout? Just that the fact that it feels longer than it should be. But actually, it's the first 16-episode season since season three. So I feel like that's also a factor Now we're kind of used to a bit shorter seasons with 14 episodes or 13 episodes. This season alone, there were five episodes with no eliminations. Yeah. That's like half of season eight. <laughs> True. Season 8 was really short, nga, no? Yeah. But speaking of that, um, I guess before we head to our portion about the queens, let's talk about the format. Because as Jeremiah mentioned, there are like five episodes without eliminations. And that's really at the beginning of the show. What did you guys think of that like format? Na this is like the first episode was like that lip sync extravaganza episode where they all just lip synced against each other especially and then the what we what they did last season season 12 and earlier in like season 6 na it's divided into two groups what did you guys think of that format 
I actually like this seasons because for one, we all know that they were quarantined. They had a whole documentary about it. So I think the non-elimination really gave them a chance to para masulit yung whole stay nila for however much that was worth. And I think the lip sync idea was good, especially since all of the songs were really fun. Like I remember we were all gagging, just you know, watching each lip sync. Like the- all of the queens to show her stuff na right at the start. I was worried on the first episode because all of the choices were so good. So I was like, how are they gonna... Did they just throw away their lip sync budget first episode? Pa lang? Because it was, there was, we had Colin Mindy, Janet Jackson. Dalipa. Pussycat Dolls. Pussycat Dolls. Yeah. It was actually good. Like, it's a good addition to the show. It's a nice twist. But then sometimes... Parang, I think na it's tiring because it's sunod-sunod. Yeah. Parang you're not really used to it. But then they really put on a performance. So, at least, it's still entertaining. But, yeah. I I get that it's supposed to, like, give more time for the queens to, you know, so that the audience gets to know the queens a little bit more. But I wouldn't mind then going back to the old format. Uh, I wouldn't mind that either. That was nice. Like, I wouldn't... If they let go of it next season, it would be fine with me. Mm. Um, but good thing uh, that the songs is, during the first episode were really good. Like, I remember the first song that was called Me Maybe, the right? I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I love it. So, yeah. But then, I agree. It did get a bit tiring, but whether they keep it or not, I wouldn't mind. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely, like, it gets to show you the queens all lip-syncing because when you just go on a regular season and not everyone gets a chance to lip-sync, sometimes you won't even see queens lip-syncing until the finale, right? Yeah. Like, Sasha Velour never got to lip-sync. In this season, Violet, Violet yeah. Um, she got me. But this season was the one who did not. Yeah, just the first episode that had um, lip sync. Then yeah. yeah, I mean, that's a nice way to get to know them. But I agree with Nikki nga na parang there should, parang it kind of gets repetitive at a point na medyo nakakasawa and it's not as thrilling since you're not invested in any of them yet. But like I did... Yeah. For example, that episode in All Stars 4 where they did Lala Parusa was one of my favorite episodes ever. That was a really good like lip sync challenge, I would say. Also, I'm watching it and not knowing what's going to happen. Like, you know, you're watching it as it airs. And you think, okay, like one episode lang sila and it's done. Like, is that it? So, parang it's an emotional moment for the queens. Sad. A lot of emotional manipulation <laughs> occurred in this season. Parang niloko lang sila ganun at <laughs> some point. Pati tayo. But yun, I mean, through those, through that pork chop element, and like heading towards the two episodes that were um, 
congratulations and the uh, phenomenon. Those were really, I feel like, strong episodes and strong starting yeah. points. Yeah, yeah. Agree, agree. So, you I, I guess, like, uh, go, Jeremiah. I feel like one of the strengths in this season, like with season 12, this RuPaul was able, and the producers were able to assemble a really strong group of queens. Like, I can honestly say, walang filler queen in this cast. Everyone had something to contribute. Definitely, yeah. And coming from a really strong season, season 12, yeah. right? Um, although, I heard from somewhere in the internet or some people because uh, in this group, right, we were all we fo- we all felt really strong about season twelve, but apparently yeah. some people didn't like it at all because of how friendly they were or something like that. <laughs> but I mean, okay, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. We didn't want RuPaul's best friend race. <laughs> the literal RuPaul's best friends race. But now, I guess let's talk about the queens of the season and our favorite moments. Uh, of course, we had 13 queens this time around with Kamora Hall, Joey J, Tamisha Iman, Lalari, Elliot with two Ts, Denali, Tina Burner, Utica Queen, Olivia Lux, and our top four, Candy Muse, Rose, Gottmik, and Simone Simone. So, um, among all these, ano yung mga, who are our favorites for the season? I feel like Therese has a lot of strong feelings on this <laughs> Okay, so obviously, um, I really love Denali. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I, I remember following her on Instagram because I liked her, just how she looked, and not realizing the contestant was this season. So I was, really root- I was really rooting for her, and I, I just really loved her. I... I really thought she was gonna make it to the top four because she yeah. had she's a she's a competitive skater. So I don't know. Parang I just thought na she was very she had the grit to make it to the I think she still does. So I was really rooting for her. But I also liked Tamisha. Like just her fashion was really good. And Simone I don't know, Pan. I was just telling Nikki earlier, Pan, so effortless niya this season. Like, she's just so good. But it's like no effort put into it. She's just really amazing as she is. And uh, yeah, those are my top three. Definitely. Like, Denali, I feel like was everyone's pambato in the beginning. Like, there, I, I wouldn't not see any tweets saying that they didn't like Denali. And I feel like she did have a strong edge nga also being a skater. And definitely, I guess, um, yeah. I mean, it's just really sad what happened. <laughs> and I, is it time to open up that conversation about Denali being robbed? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, ayun, definitely that episode, what can you guys say about Olivia Lux? Because we all have feelings about her. <laughs> From the start, um, I I definitely like the way Carson would call her, like really like a showstopper, radiant, very like she has that it factor. Very much agree with that. Like her stage presence is really good. 
in the disco challenge, even in the the winner circle song. I forgot. <laughs> um, congratulations, congratulations there, <laughs> loser circle. But um, she's definitely a performer. And what's what surprises me most about her is that she's been doing drag for like a year and a half. Yeah, am I correct? Yeah. To to have that, you know. To have that like ability in just one like a, a year and a half. That's kudos to her. Like kudos to her. But um as it you know, as it went along, I definitely didn't see her, you know, winning. They're making it to the finale. But but I have to acknowledge her potential as a, yeah, as a drag queen. More to come for her, definitely. But well, was she deserving to be you know top four? No, I don't. I don't Was think she deserving to have been kept by RuPaul versus Denali in that moment, in that episode? Good question. Because <laughs> like, I do agree, like, seeing uh, the smile of Olivia Lux just makes you feel, like, good, in a sense. It's just, like, good vibes. But, like, when it comes to, like, the challenges, I wasn't, like, completely impressed or, like, parang amazed by what she did although she she has talent for sure but like yun na nga at parang by the end of the season it just became like a repetitive thing or a shtick na parang pabebe ewan na parang yes. like yeah. delicious pabebe viva except for the disco challenge which was I think one of the challenges where Olivia really shined But I think, like, also, a lot of it had to do with her wig. Which was a really good wig. And it moved a lot when she was dancing. But she was really great in the disco challenge. And the mime. Yeah, that was a good one, the mime. Actually. Yeah. That's my favorite of hers. But I agree, like, but you wouldn't really think that she's only been doing drag for a year and a half. I mean, but... Because she's good. I mean, she ended up on the show like only after a year and a half of doing drag. But like what the queen said, I think she still doesn't know who she is yet. Like completely as a drag queen. Which I think is going to improve. I mean, after the show, right? Definitely. Yeah, but like, so she's good. But I also didn't see her moving on to... The finale. There's definitely like a lot to be polished. Okay, Olivia Lux. We're yeah, but it's already a good base. Yeah, I'm. I'm just comparing her to like Denali, for example, or even Valentina, who was really a baby when she started in season nine, right? Parang I comparing those like timelines. Parang it's not like as impressive lang at this point, and I'm sure. She will be a better queen, pa in the next if she does go on All Stars. But Denali, I'm just really sad. <laughs> yeah, I think like the biggest fatal flaw, kumbaga, of Olivia Luxes, as compared to like the queens you mentioned, Jolo, like uh, Valentina Denali. I feel like Olivia doesn't have a clear sense of what kind of queen she wants to be yet. Uh huh. It's all reading, and this isn't meant to be a put down of her it all reads to be like generic uh smiley queen so she doesn't know what she's supposed to be yet 
And I feel like Valentina went through the same thing in season nine. It was only after in All Stars when she fully embraced the telenovela scandal. Yeah, that whole crazy diva persona. The fans, I feel, really French vanilla fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I liked Olivia in like the first two episodes, like in Congratulations, when she was talking to Gottmik about. Like her past and stuff, I was like, okay, she's very likable, very miscongeniality material. But I don't know, pang at some point, through para sobra naging she just became tupa bebe at some point. So when Tina Burner would call her out, I'd be like, okay, yes. And but I'm, I also watched Pit Stop like after the after the episode. And see Trixie, she's such a huge Olivia fan, and I'm like. But yeah, I think what Jeremiah and Nikki said about her not knowing what kind of queen she is, and she needed that for the makeover episode. So yeah. sadly, uh, Denali was like the one who suffered from it because she she doesn't have a clear brand yet or a clear identity. So and that's what the judges were saying. The oh, we don't see Olivia in this. Sadly, Denali had to go home because of that. To be fair, also in that challenge, then uh, the Nollies make over of Olivia. Olivia looked horrible. True. Yeah. But Rose. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> Tina Burner should have been in the bottom. That if was she wasn't like a pair <laughs> at the bottom mm-hmm. of yung which pair did worse compared to the others, maybe. Yeah. But speaking of Tina Burner, I guess let's talk about Tina Burner as well. Like, I, I was expecting a bit more because she was like kind of hyped up in the beginning and then she just became like that that repetitive like um red yellow and orange queen right i hate to admit this <laughs> it's so irrational but i feel like one of the reasons why i don't like i i didn't warm up as much to her and it's not Nina's fault at all it's because she reminded me a lot of sherry pie <laughs> oh my gosh yeah, I agree. And she she like released a statement about it, like really. Yeah, but oh. she acknowledged that there are a lot of people saying that she reminded them of Cherry Pie, and she said she'd rather get compared to like Ronald McDonald or something. Oh my God. So yeah, but but then same. But then when she started calling Olivia out, I started to warm up to her. So yeah, but then agree. I expe- I expected so much from her, but then maybe yeah. it's also because Tina Burner was cast in this season with this crop of queens, and she didn't really get to stand out after seeing mm. yung nga, Sherry Pie and Nina West, who are kind of similar in terms of style. Parang medyo it's not the perfect timing for Tina Burner, I think in this season. My thing with Tina is she was very tell but don't show. She's like, I'm a great New York queen. But we never saw it. And the challenges, her standing out. So in the Rusical, she was in the bottom. Yeah. I think because she, I mean, I get what she says now. She's a great New York queen. If you look at one outfit or one challenge but if you look at it as whole like for a whole season it's not there like because it's all the same 
but definitely like if you see her like at one show for like one night you get to understand why she thinks that way but definitely not parang for drag race that mentality I feel like she put herself in the box with the yeah. orange, red, and yellow motif. Which wasn't even good. It wasn't even good. Yeah. <laughs> I, get, I get the whole branding thing and how it uh, comes up with fire, but like even in season seven, Trixie didn't start wearing only pink until she became Trixie Mattel. She became established. So like she really boxed herself in. Yeah, and parang you know, parang yeah, coming. And I think that. Ah, uh, go ahead. Ay, sorry, nakamit ba ako? Ay. Hindi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think the thing about drag race, like the best queens, are the ones who learn how to evolve and listen to the critiques. Like, okay, okay lang din. The judges don't make the best critiques all the time, but it's always a pleasure to watch the ones who listen and just try to change it up. Especially for queens like that, na they have such a branding, mga Tamisha Iman style, the legends of wherever they're from. So it's, yeah, it was just sad maybe with Tina Burner na she was so boxed in, as Jeremiah said, compared to queens who did listen or branched out like Gutmik or even Simone. Mga yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think, it's coming into it. Of, of course, we're we're just like audience, an audience watching. But, parang having seen season many seasons before, you'd know that although you have a branding, they will keep on looking for something different at least at one or two points in the competition. You can't just um, keep on showing that. And like by the time she did show some sort of difference, it was kind of too late for her at that point. Yeah, I was actually thinking the same sa last episode. She had like she wasn't wearing any red at all. Diba? And it's like wow. She can do it pala when she do it during the season when it I mean during her stay there when it actually mattered. Yeah. And for example, like you have this season see Joey J, one of our faves, who got eliminated early. <laughs> About her, her shtick is like not having a wig, but she knew she that Michelle would be looking at her to change it up every so often, and she did she did try naman to do that. So it's kind of like that, but I don't know. Tina didn't really get to do that. Right. Yeah. Oh, can we talk about Joey J and yeah. also Kamora Hall? Because I have stuff to say. Yes, I love Kamora. <laughs> Go. tried her best. There's this really funny compilation on YouTube of Kamora trying her best during <laughs> It's just zoomed in on her, and she really did. She she tried. Yeah, but I mean, it's I mean, she really looks good. As in, I think if she stayed longer, she re- she would have been a threat. Like she would have until like mga middle episodes or maybe even the last few episodes. Yeah, if you do see her like yeah, but- uh, when she posts her Instagram, yung mga outfits she was supposed to wear, they all look so amazing and it's sad that we yes. didn't get to see that on the runway. And like, 
general disclaimer with all of our Drag Race recap episodes, just because a queen didn't do well in Drag Race doesn't mean that that queen didn't, doesn't do well in drag. Yeah, uh-huh. because I feel like um, Kamora would be an amazing pageant queen. I think she is. Like, didn't she win titles or something? Like, the moment she stepped out, and she was such a label whore. Yeah. <laughs> when came to like, come out in Bob Mackie, Pierre Mugler, and then... Carson being so surprised. Yeah. <laughs> that it was a vintage <laughs> Mackie. Yeah, I. that's very true, Jeremiah. Because even, I recall, like, Trixie said this, like, that was her like intro to All Stars 3. She was like, I feel like I've been such an all-star out of drag race, but her performance in season seven was, you know, and yeah. all stars. Leaves a lot of room, joke. you know, much room to be desired. So yeah, it's it, a great example. Drag race is just a competition. It no way like your place, it, like if, even if you finish last in Kamora's case, it does not indicate like how good of a drag queen you are. Truth be told, like you don't have to win to be successful. Um, there are so many like drag queens now. Some of my favorites. They didn't have. You don't have to win, you know, to to, to make it out there. So I'm rooting for you, Kamora. We were yeah, rooting for her. So right. Like I feel like if ever the people who benefit the most. Placement-wise, or those who place like second, third, fourth, mga Trinity Taylor, because like they get to go to all stars and they get to go on tours. They finally get more of the name recognition. When yeah. you think about the winners, like Jinx Monsoon, for instance, you never really heard of much of her as compared to like Detox Alaska, Roxy Andrews. It's very American Idol syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you get a hundred thousand dollars. So <laughs> no offset number. A time of your life. But yeah, parang uh ano ba? Yun nga, it's I guess it's what you make out of the experience, like and how you really like milk the brand and make the recognition from the show. But I hope we do get to see more of Kamora. And Kamora was really funny, huh? Like, yeah. <laughs> for the sketch, she, she came and dressed as a tree, like with a green screen. Wait, and she was wearing the cone. cone. <laughs> she <laughs> was sensitive. Like, I like her thought process there, and she's going to be a sexy tree. It made sense. It made sense. Like, funny. she's so funny without trying. Yeah. And, like, I saw also that uh, Tamisha actually adopted Kamora. Really? Yeah, like she's now technically an Iman, but then she's still also part part of the House of Hall with her sister Jada. But um, Tamisha will be training her to compete in pageants. Wow. Very, Very bagay and like I'm happy for her. I also wish that she breaks up with her boyfriend who is ashamed of yeah. her. Yeah. That was really sad to hear. Because she looked yeah. so amazing and she seemed like a great person also aside from the looks. Na parang, that really got to her like how she did in the competition. No? Honestly, I know they, they haven't crowned the Miss Congeniality yet. They should just give it to Komora. <laughs> really? 
<laughs> But I don't think she had enough time to <laughs> be congenial. Congeniality. <laughs> Who would it be? Who are Louis J? Louis J. Are we Straight talking about Louis J now? Yes, let's go, Louis <laughs> J. Did we mention that he's gay? <laughs> What? Louis no. J is gay. What? <laughs> So what did you okay, want to like, say about Joey J? Well, gonna, I kind of knew that Joey J wasn't going to last that long compared to everyone else. But like, I kind of wanted him on for like, because he had such a personality also and he was so into being the femme queen and let's face it, he's just really good looking that you want to watch him the whole season. <laughs> um, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I like the, you know, the no wig wig. Super ganda. Especially during the that one challenge, the fashion one. Yeah. Super nice. As in, super powerful look, actually. And it's like a, a different type of like femininity to have short hair, which isn't really popular in the drag race that we've seen so far. So that was nice, a nice uh, addition to it for the times he appeared. She, he I'm, appeared. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to disagree. <laughs> I, I did not like the short. I like it in the fashion shows, Nikki pointed out, because it was striking. But then when it becomes a matter of doing it in challenges, I hate the how I'm, I sound like Michelle, but it really it ruins the illusion. Now you're trying to pass off as a woman. And I know that's not the point of drag. But it just, she just didn't look finished in some looks. It looked, it worked really well for the runway. But in other times, it came across na naubusan siya ng time. You have a point. But at the end of it, ang pogi pa rin yung Joey J. He's also very pretty. Yeah, in the previous episode, sobrang laka ng difference nung may wig siya. Like, and then the without. I mean, it's like two different people. That's true. Almost didn't recognize. And that's another thing. Like, what else do we know Joey J for besides being foggy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we we weren't able to see enough of Joey yeah. Chen. She was really funny, like the the poison <laughs> ivy. No, it's an ivy bag. And even until the reunion, did you not get? Funny. Sobrang well, funny. Professionals. Sobrang funny when she met Denali for the first time and Denali was so shocked with the, the, the chicken feathers. <laughs> Denali, the drag snob, came out. And she was like, she came out with chicken feathers? Um, sino pa gusto niyo pag-usapan na queens you think we want to talk about that stood out? Uh, what do you guys think about you, Teka? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Uh, Going I'm there? 
Are we going there? Let's go there. My top three kasi are Gottmik, Simone, and then Utica. I mean, since the beginning, like, since lumabas yung promos, it was them. Because I always think, like, who is the future of Drag Race out of all of these people? And they look the most future, most different. But Utica is, hmm, like, she's very creative. Yeah. <laughs> but then there are some things that you have to kind of, like, polish for that creativity. But not all creative ideas work the way you want them to. And I think it showed in some of the challenges. My main frustration with Utica is she refused to listen. Yeah, yeah that's was very that. stubborn. Yes. So it was very, they don't understand my vision. And so that's what they're there for, to guide you. Yeah. I mean, that's a problem with some creative people that they... They prioritize their creativity over improving mm-hmm. or parang listening to critique, which is, I think, pretty evident with Utica. It's funny because every time Utica, like, generally, her effect, she comes up across as being a nice queen, but every time she tries to be funny, it's she's so just so mean. Like, even her yeah. Bob Ross was so mean. Yeah. <laughs> the vibe was so off. The roast. The roast. The roast, my gosh. My God. She has a capacity for humor. Uh, she just doesn't know it yet. One of she was really funny when um when Rue asked her, Do you smoke weed? Yeah. yeah. And she made her, it, I, that was so funny. That was so funny to me. She carried that really well. So I don't know why she she ended up like becoming that the mean mean girl uh using that type of humor i don't know where that came like literally where did that come from like i did not expect that at all from her and she loves jesus i think she could be funny she could be i she just has to realize that i guess but her roast jokes were so mean. <laughs> like, she told Lo- Lonnie Love na, oh, you fat girl. And then she's like, are you triggered? <laughs> like, who asks that? Yeah. But what I like about, I liked Utica, just not when it's a comedy challenge. Yeah. Um, What I liked about her was that she wasn't what I expected. Like, when I saw her promo, I was like, oh, another odd queen, like, because we just had the like, crystal method and CEV. I was like, what? Another weird queen? But then, she wasn't what I expected. Man. Like, her looks were pretty good. Like, her ball, the sleeping bag. So nice. Yes. Yeah, that was and, so- Yeah, but then, like, towards the end, like, the branding challenge and um, her snatch game and, of course, her roast. Like oh, sayang. But I like. I mean, and she's like, if I, I watch a lot of clips like on Instagram, like she'd help out other queens like Kamora with her nails and things like that. So you know, she she deserves honestly, Miss Congeniality. Yeah, I feel like she's gonna last ruin her. <laughs> just block it out. Then what? <laughs> I mean, I remember we were watching and we said, oh, she's so Miss Congeniality material, or you know, we a whole person. It's my favorite up till that phase in the end. Like, I really fe- felt yeah. it was going to be top four. Then all those other challenges. I think I, maybe 
Yeah. Yeah, I think her, like the, the rose, the, the latter part, the very questionable humor. I don't think she was trying to be mean. Yeah. Like she wasn't trying to hurt people. She was trying to be funny. Yeah. But it was. You just didn't know how to. Yeah, it, it just, but I don't think she intended, like, I'm gonna hurt all these people. I'm gonna. I think because her comedy is very physical. Yeah, yeah, you know. So I think she had a hard time using <laughs> words to yeah. be funny. So I guess that's why. Yeah, but I don't think she's a mean spirited person. So I did get um, miscongeniality. I'd be okay with that. Too. Yeah, same. Like, I feel like another thing about Utica is Rue had a very spot on critique with how she she comes out in the runway and this really good these really good looks. Like jaw dropping, honestly. But then she presents it in such a campy way. Right. That's not always then, necessary at that point. Right. One of my favorite Utica looks, besides the amazing uh, puffy gown that she made, was where she came out looking like a French poodle. But it was such a chic look. But then she she was mugging it up too much. So like it's something to think about because Utica's built like a model, honestly. And like I think we were able to see that side where she was to embody Simone for the partner challenge. It was such a different effect. And I wish that she she didn't rely too much on the campy mugging throughout the competition. Maybe it's really more on like finding the right balance for the creativity for how she presents the camp. And I think that's really what kind of like didn't work for her uh, all season long was finding the perfect like level to present on the stage and in the challenges. Even, you know, even after all the critique, she still went all out instead of like going for the right balance. Yeah. And uh, I guess uh, we already mentioned her earlier um let's talk a bit about lalari um she had some good looks also and i really like her as a performer although parang she didn't also like for me really didn't stand out as much na by by the time that she got eliminated that's my my take on lalari i think jeremiah has looks on her I loved her, right? I wish that she'd get cast on All Stars. She had so much charisma. Yeah. And I feel like we weren't able to see much from her because she was such a rough queen. <laughs> But I loved her confessionals. Yeah, her truth brain. I mean, no, no, you're not a bitch. <laughs> she, she had some of the best confessionals. She was so funny. She yeah. actually reminds me of... Uh, For Drag Race UK watchers, Tia Coffee, mm-hmm. in the sense that she was yeah. sobrang, she was sobrang wale in the run. She came out in the worst look we've possibly seen in all seasons of Drag Race, but she had so much charisma. And she her. won that, I know. She won that challenge. I mean, that <laughs> in that outfit. She did, yeah. Fair. I mean, kung nabuo yung look niya na paper bag, I mean, maybe, you know, maybe, could work, maybe. But also, I agree, like, the funniest confessionals, I think, super enjoyed it. Really an experience. 
Olalari experience. Olalari. She reminds me actually of Monet also. Yeah. Sense na very, very raw and like walang polish at all. But when it comes to charisma and likability, you've got her. And for the reunion, she had one of the best music videos next to Denali in terms of like production value. That was actually like a music video nga versus yeah. But um, I guess as we move on to our top four queens of the season, let's talk about Tamisha Iman, who's coming. Oh wait, us. sorry. Can, can we <laughs> can we talk about uh, Elliot with two T's because I didn't like her. <gasps> was okay. I'm okay with her. Yeah, I'm okay with her. Hindi siya bagay sa crop of queens nato, kaya hindi siya nag fit in with the cast. I feel like she's the Eeyore of drag. Oh my god. <laughs> the Eeyore of drag. Oh, no. Like, even the way she walks on the runway, it's so sad. Like, <laughs> and it's like, I just I just feel sad when she comes out. She did have a really great storyline on talking about her major depressive disorder. So, I'm glad that she was able to shed light yeah, about that. It's very nice, honestly. And, I like that she felt like some support in a way in that on that on the show, which is really nice. I like the whole put your kid in dance class. Thing. Yeah, that was, <laughs> was nice. In fair, and she shined like in the fashion, not so much like something me. No, but no. Flamingo. when she was made to dance, <laughs> which honestly reminded me of Kennedy's. <laughs> what is it and it kind of looks the same and it's also like what is this so i mean i she's all right like i don't love her i don't not yeah. like her she's just okay louisa pointed out na in makeup she super looks like tia words back and i couldn't stop laughing <laughs> what because <laughs> And like a like okay, um, I need to see this. Around. Yeah, yeah. After this, but but she has those angles. But Ellie, I think Elliot's a really good uh, dancer. Like her um yeah. her verse in no her congratulations. Verse in, I keep forgetting the winner's circle. No congratulations was so good. Her split was so satisfying to watch. I would watch her like dance, but but again like you know. Don't hate her, don't love her, but she can she can dance. She can definitely she can perform. Up. I'll give her that. I'll give her that. Since sure. you're always I, mentioning, sorry, the congratulations phenomenon. <laughs> Honestly, I don't remember any of the congratulations right? verses except for my name Simone and I'm yeah, here yeah, for the throne. Sure. Like that's the only thing I remember, but got phenomenon- me born a girl baby. Yeah. And but then like phenomenon, I Phenomenal. Like, oh I can think oh, of the like I remember the verses really well. So the house of home. Yeah, and you know, I, I'm on. It's coming from you. you. To show the girls what I can do. Yeah. Phenomenal is so much better. Hands down. Yeah. And they were the quote unquote losers. No. I feel and like if you check their the Spotify game. streams, they have more streams <laughs> than the congratulations group. Rightfully so. Yeah. But yeah, again, disclaimer that just because a queen doesn't do well in drag race doesn't mean that they're not a good queen. 
So mm-hmm. all the best to Elliot with two T's. Although like I hate her name. <laughs> such a bad name. I don't think that's actually a bad name outside of the show, right? Ah. I think it's Elliot something else. Let me check. What's your show? name on Instagram? I will check. Uh, Elliot with two T's is actually worse than Heidi and Closet. Gosh. <laughs> I can't find it, but yeah, parang... Real Elliot Queen. The real Elliot. <laughs> and the Elliot has two teeth. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think there are Elliots with just one T. So, that kind of doesn't... Really? There are, there are. Yeah, yeah. One L also. Like, E-L-I-O-T. Like, What else? Tamisha Iman. For you. <laughs> I love Tamisha Iman. I really do. She. And what's so interesting about her is you know how now all the eliminated queens they post like what their looks would have been for this category. But she's just like I'm a do me. And she has this whole drag competition now where she's like the judge and the queen and the head. Ooh. Yeah, I see it on her Instagram. And her merch. <laughs> like, on a different level. Mm. So good for her. She just really too seasoned for this season. So, she's just doing her. It was with children this season. <laughs> Although I got kind of heartbroken. Like, I remember watching that with you guys. And when she got eliminated, we were like, oh, so sad. Yeah, I feel like uh, if not for her, what was, what do you call that? The bag inside her, she could have excelled even further yeah. than yeah. where she ended. Okay, my Lolo has that currency right now. Like, so I I know what it looks like. Like, and I know how it affects a person. For for her to even like her performance in phenomenon, just just being there, this entire competition. Wow, as props to her to be able to show up in drag and to perform, try her best, like the, the whole time she was there. At her age, really like wow, yeah. yeah professional, like a true professional. Yeah. And she didn't tell like, anyone. That's why I really loved Michelle. Yeah, I was gonna say, like when we all found out that she was hiding that she still had the bag and everything. Now and uh, she just got sick. I was like, this is like the mindset of parang older people who are like super tagal na in whatever industry. Like, there's no excuse for them to not show up, to not be professional or do their best. And I was like, wow, respect. He's really serious about this. I mean, not to say that you have to sacrifice your health, but then she really wanted to show up. And like, I honestly love the fan reaction to her because I didn't expect them to embrace Tamisha the way that they did. But because she's such a mother figure talaga eh, it's not, I feel like Drag Race as a show looks for the future of drag. That they always look for what's new and exciting. But Tamisha represents this, a very classic version of drag. So, like, I was honestly worried about how far she'd go. But, like, the fan reaction has been amazing. She was so motherly. 
Except, of course, with like people like Candy. <laughs> and even that, like the iconic on top, even after, but you know, it's like no true. Like when Tamisha left, she hugged Candy. Yeah, she was and so classy about it. That was like a really great, like, editing, editing wise or story wise, na the way they led up to that whole final lip sync between Candy and Tamisha. That was just really good. Uh, reality show right there. Yeah, and like, uh, and her iconic merch right now, the Tamisha Man <laughs> limited edition sneaker. Her Tamisha. And she, I think her inclusion in the show made the case for old school drag because yeah. when done well you can't say anything about it like when she came down the runway in that long sleeve gold dress with a big bow Rue said that this is one of the most beautiful dresses we've ever seen on this runway and he was right and but speak- then wasn't she supposed to be in season 12 yes yeah. I couldn't imagine her in season 12 wild who did they cast now instead of Tamisha for season 12? Cherry Pie. Oh, no. Just kidding. <laughs> oh. Filler lang pala siya. Um, yeah, I guess that's now head to Candy Mew speaking of her and the um, iconic Untucked episode. Uh, what did you guys feel about Candy the whole season? Because especially in the beginning of the season, everyone was like, Kind of anti candy ish. I mean, I was, I would, I would, uh, I would admit that I am one. I was one of those people who really felt negatively towards her. Not super negative, but like the vibe. I, I was talking to Nikki about this yesterday. Na parang I, I really commend her confidence because you know nobody else has that much confidence in themselves in this season versus the rest of the cast and she really like helped that really helped her boost um her spots and her slot in the top four but yeah um which side were you on in that iconic untucked um fight for the fight mismo i i kind of objective about it because like I saw online that people were like, you know, Candy was trying to avoid the confrontation, but Tamisha kept egging her and following her, which was true, naman. But then also the way that Candy blowed up, it wasn't pretty. But I will say that it made for good drama that we look for in every in every season. It's something you wish that was on the actual show, not just untucked. Yeah. yeah. After season 12. Even in the reunion, I was so looking forward to them like Same discussing reunion. it. And they didn't. It yeah. wasn't a reunion, it was a clip show. What was that? A literal recap. Before the older seasons, they had the recap episodes. I think that's what it felt like. I was like, are they yeah. even talking to RuPaul? <laughs> no, Ru was looking off the teleprompter. Like, wah. Sad. Anyway, back to Candy. I feel like kasi, 
she's Rue's favorite in the same way that Rue was in love with Vanji. The and very scrappy, scrappy, um, unpolished queen with a lot of charisma and with a big personality. Those are the queens that Rue has a soft spot for. So, and like, I see the charisma and like, I see why Rue wants her to stay there. But then there was just some moments in the season where the favoritism was so glaring. Yeah. And paulit-ulit. Yeah, the the double shante for candy news versus simone mm. what did you guys think about that oh. yeah yeah it's a no for me i think candy was candy's definitely a, a big personality she's funny i, I have we have like really that's what I have to admit. she's funny at times at times <laughs> I think she has a good sense of like like she knows how to perform like she knows how to draw an audience in da da da, but her track like her performance thus far in the competition does not merit like a final. Four, yeah. Definitely. But but is she a force like 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 I feel like if we were like watching an actual drag show she would be like really a delight yeah. on stage like a powerhouse like not denying her that fact but. Judge like based on the competition alone, out of the top four right now, she she's the one like the the one person I don't think belongs there. Like I would, I, I could think of so many like other contestants who would have who served to to make it to top four. That was really yeah. the Nali spot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the no, Nali. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> Her lucky verse. Her lucky verse was so good. Honestly, like, sometimes I, it's the verse I sing in my head. <laughs> <laughs> you just block out, block out Candy's verse completely. No, but I also like Candy's verse. I mean, <laughs> but sometimes it's just stuck in my head. For Wait, Candy, that, sorry, go, sorry, go, 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 Jeremiah. No, no, go, go. Like mine's like totally shifting. Huh? Okay, sorry for Candy. Yeah, like uh, when she went for I don't know because I respect my elders. <laughs> so when she went <laughs> for Tamisha, I was like. <laughs> Girl. But then honestly, like some of her looks were okay. What I liked about them were I feel like I would want to wear it, even though it wasn't like super elevated. Um, but yeah, I agree. I don't know. Every time like Ross or everyone would say, You're so funny, I'd be like, No, uh, how? <laughs> how? Even during the rose, I wasn't laughing really? I found, yeah. my favorite roast, I don't know no but but she looked good in the roast though she did the best that she looked yeah so the pot so that's always always makes for good TV and it's a reality show so yun na lang. I'll give her that like, yeah, I think that's why they kept her because she she made good you know TV. good for her when she did. I, I agree with Louisa na she doesn't deserve her, not naman that she doesn't deserve the top four position, but like in the last competitive episode when they all had their, when they all performed to Eshat, I forgot the name of that song. But, yeah, but what, like, ang laki ng agwat, talent-wise, of what got Mick, Rosé, and Simone presented as opposed to what Candy presented doesn't mean that her verse was not good, 
it's just there was a huge gap in talent. I would actually have preferred if Candy just went home when Simone sent her home, and then she came back yes. for All Stars, like with a vengeance. Uh-huh. I feel like that would have been a more satisfying arc for her character. Yeah. But with that said, I want to address the elephant in the room. I feel like she gets so much hate in the fandom, unwarranted hate. Na if you go to the hashtag Team Candy on the Drag Race Twitter account, it's all uh, fans saying, "Oh, she doesn't deserve to be there. She's a ugly pig." Oh my and gosh, that's so sad. Yeah, and it's so gross, and it makes me think, na. If Candy wasn't a uh, wasn't a plus size person of color, would the comments be as vile as what she's getting now? It's it's sad and like, and I honestly feel like I'm glad that she stayed, even if she doesn't deserve it, because she brought so much drama to the show. Like we all. Every time that it's RuPaul's best friends, we complain because it's boring. There's nothing, but Candy always stirred the pot, and for that, I'm thankful for her. <laughs> That's true, naman. Yeah. There, there wasn't anyone else aside from Candy that really brought that type of like drama that was needed. But yeah, I mean, uh, parang I don't know. <laughs> it's just sad nga na people are hating on her, like. Giving death threats, payata at some point, no. To her mom. Oh. Yeah, I think she tweeted about it. So no, guy. At the end of the day, it's just a reality competition. And yeah. You see, this is what I wanted to see in the reunion: the queens discussing this. Yeah. But then we yeah, got. Time to address. We got a recap. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Mm-hmm. It was so long. Olivia got for you know, winning the lip sync. Alam si Olivia then also got a lot of hate for the Denali robbery. Parang they would plan they discuss that. Yeah. I honestly feel that uh, the Drag Race fandom is one of the most toxic ones in the world. We saw it when like in season 9 when Valentina got eliminated. People were sending hate to Alexis Michelle. Yeah. And which is funny because Alexis Michelle wasn't even in the bottom. Yeah. I think Nina also. Nina. Yeah. We're sending Valentina home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, Nina West? And the comments Nina got were so bad, like the, the N-word and no, you don't deserve to be here. It's super toxic. And they, the show should address it at some point. Yeah, like they did in season nine. So I hope they, <laughs> I really wanted Sana and they had that. Oh, well. Okay, next, uh, I guess let's head on to the last three queens in the top four. What are your fave things about uh, Gottmik, Rose, Simone? Where to start? Uh, let's start with um, Rose, I guess. And well, Rose is there to kind of like uh, 
avenge Jan's loss from last season <laughs> and also like prove herself, of course. Uh, I I'm just happy that she got to like show off her talent by the latter half because at the first half, I was kind of like, I wish there was more to Rosé than what she was showing. I love Rosé because of Denali. <laughs> So I shook them so hard. Rose Nolly. Rose Nolly. So, 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 math, like by connection, I don't know what you call it. I would uh, love by I, com I majors. We don't know. I know the term, but as, <laughs> by association, I don't know. By association, yeah. So, yeah, I like her. I mean, the perfectionist um, critique, it's fine. Like, but I mean, she did well. Like in the branding challenge, in the challenges that she won, she did really, really, really well. Um, and I don't know. Just, her voice is so nice. Also, like I love. There are times that I just listen to the musical song, and just the way she sings is so good. So. I love Rosé, so I think she wins, very, I'm at peace. I think she's very... Actually, with the three of them, I'm at peace with whoever wins, although I'm rooting for a girl who I'll talk about later. But um, I feel like she's very... has a lot of similarity with Simone and that they're both cool professionals. They only differ in the sense that Simone kind of leaned into the whole using drag in self-actualization aspect, which Rue looks for every time. But Rosé was really all about the work, and she delivered every time. It was, she was consistent. My only critique with Rosé is, at least in the early parts of her runways, they look a bit costumey instead of fashion. Yeah, kind of, uh, tool. Yeah. yeah. Was that tool? Yeah, yeah, the the, the blue, the blue one. Yeah, and yeah. Progressive fashion is. Uh, yeah. Emphasis there needs to be improvement. But, but sorry, sorry, of, sorry. Go ahead. They kind of look like fashion uh, drawings by a twelve-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> um, it doesn't look. Uh, I don't know what it is. Eh? It, it's probably like the fabric choices and the the construction is more. But they always look like costumes on her, as yeah. compared to like. Which, I hate yeah, how I'm comparing. Because she had a. So, bakana na sana yun siya na like, oh, it has to be like a show, pang yeah. theater. Maybe the theater. But she had so many great moments throughout the. Yeah. Run. Like her the Mary Queen, Queen of Scots from Rose was so good. Mac. She's a professional. Like you you just know that she'll give her like hundred percent. She'll and be her, there on time. Yeah. And her Watch content on Instagram, like of her runway looks, they're so good. Like her shots are so amazing. I love it. And can I just say, 
I love how someone posted the compilation on Twitter. I love how in every lip sync you can see Rose in the background dancing like a yeah. dad. <laughs> She's just having the best time of her life there. I love it. And like that's my gripe with the show's narrative with Rosine. Are they trying to make her look like this personality-less uh, professional? But look at her. Like in those moments, her personality really shines through. She's she's such a dork. And Maybe I wish she couldn't that. find like a spot for that narrative in this season for her. True. And he's pretty cute too. Uh, like. <laughs> Yeah, he's kind of tricky. He is. Like, out of drag. Okay. I love it. I love everyone. <laughs> Pretty good looking. Denali's also good looking. Yeah. So, Gross Nali for life. I love him. Okay, next we have Got Mick, which I know is Dana's, one of Dana's faves from the beginning. Uh, <laughs> Yung mga no surprise. You just no know. At the- I, like, I think that first episode, I was like, Dana got me. <laughs> out of drag. Actually, siya sobrang crush ko. <laughs> sobrang type ko siya. But, yeah. As in, each season, uh, each episode, just amazing. So, I really wasn't surprised na top four siya. Uh, got got mixed, like, um, like, if you would graph her progress, it's like, like she just got better and better. Yeah. Like at first, I remember her her disco performance. I didn't think was good at all. I think it actually like merited a bottom. Like I think she deserved to be bottom for that. But seeing her like um, progress and and show that she's not just a look queen. She's actually really funny. She's capable of doing comedy. Like just got better and better. Like she had such a steady like upward. Growth and she was never, she never had to lip sync once. Gorgeous. So I think pretty <laughs> impressive for her. Paris Hilton in the Snatch Game, I think, is the perfect example of matching your drag persona to your Snatch Game character. It was so tahen, that's why she did amazing. It's honestly for me one of the funniest drag yeah. Snatch Game. Perfectly captured Paris, no. Yeah, it's a really good, effortless performance. Ibiza. <laughs> and I guess the, the moment that... she the one point, she won this. And yeah. like the fact that I think that she actually worked with Paris in real life also gave yeah. plus points to that. Very fun and funny. Like, the moment she came out, she started her impression with her regular voice, and then she shifted to the Paris voice. I was like, okay, she's winning. She's winning. Yeah, that was smart. This is it. <laughs> and out of all of them, I feel like God Mix, the one who just enjoyed the whole The thing. most, true. Which, honestly, I'm surprised. Like, I don't know, my first impression of her was, because she's worked with so many people like celebrities so i thought like my first impression of her was like oh she's too good for drag race so when she was mentioning that she doesn't want she just wants to stay there and like wait for the next queens i was surprised and happy that she enjoyed her drag race experience yeah so she just growed so much growed grew so much (laughs) this season and you know she was so funny like her snatch game was really good 
And I don't know, like, he, uh, if she wins, I'll be at peace with it too. Really favorite. Really good. Both really good in their own ways. So hard to choose. What I love like, about uh, Gottmik is that she really proved herself that she's not just that look queen. And she, in all the challenges that she said, she didn't think she could make it. She actually proved herself and proved her versatility. And Jeremiah was saying something. And like, I love what she's done for... She's such a great... Uh, the fir- great first uh, trans queen to join the competition. I mean, trans male king to join the competition. And I feel like a queen like her, of her talent, can really break down that barrier in the Drag Race show. But also, she didn't make her narrative about her being a trans queen. It was so much more than that. It was about, it was really about a queen finding out that she was more than what she thought she was and she got to realize her strengths. And it was really nice to see. I'd honestly be happy with Gottmik taking the crown. And yeah, finally we head to Simone. Simone, Simone. <laughs> Jeremiah's so excited. Yeah, and so Jeremiah <laughs> was the leader of the Simone, Simone Yave club. Okay, where do I even begin? <laughs> Let me check Simone my notes. This <laughs> long list. Um, the very first time she stepped out into the workroom wearing that dress with Polaroids and with that confidence. She was glowing all throughout. I was like, I was, I, was in, I fell in love because like, she just had star quality. Mm-hmm. And she still does. She act, I told friends uh, in the early days of the show, she reminds me so much of a young RuPaul. Yeah. Mm, I think with, Ru also knows that. feels that way. I mean, just the vibe and everything about her confidence, her style, her yeah. thing is very really RuPaul. And I think like walking in, she had one of the most distinct personas out of all the queens there, which is why I love her so much. She was this uh, unflappable queen who really repped uh, Black culture and showed what black excellence could be. Like her wigs, she had wigs with cornrows and all these styles that you never really saw in other. Honestly, never a bad look from her. Like ever. Never a bad look. Ever. As in, every single one was so good. And I really like that, ano, that Polaroid dress. Yeah. Uh, everything, talaga. And even, even the promo look. Mm, her hair. Yeah, grabe. And even in, even in the rose, where admittedly she didn't do well, she looked so good. Yeah. So good. She looked like an Oscar statue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she may not be the perfect, as in parang every challenge, super galing. But you can't doubt her looks talaga and her confidence. And as I, as I said a while ago, and I was actually talking to Therese about this, 
Simone was the one who really uh, took on the whole theme of drag race. Um, in drag race, now you use drag to uh, learn more about yourself and uh, in self-actualization, etc., etc., which a lot of people make fun of when how Rue starts becoming super new age. But Simone smartly, whether it was real or not, we'll never know, but she smartly went along with Rue's <laughs> guru stuff. <laughs> and like when she was, she made me cry in the, when she was talking about what she would tell young Reggie because it was one of, it was a really good speech. And I feel like out of the, the top four, she was the one who really used drag to learn more about herself. And yeah, for that reason, and for so many others, she is my winner <laughs> for the seasons. I am Kim Simone. Um, but yeah, I said, like, if God make Rosé won, I wouldn't mind. Like, I'd be at peace with it. I don't know, like, like I said earlier, she's just so effortless. Like, I think some people are saying that she's one note, but I don't know, like, she just does everything so well. Like, she's so fun. I mean, sometimes I just say, everybody got a sweet tooth, you know? But her branding challenge was so good. And you can see that the judges really love her. Like, Carson was saying, you know, whatever she says, like, I'm going to buy it. And I'm like, same. And I don't know, like, agree, like, in the last episode, even that in the, the confessional when she was saying, you know, I love me, I was like, you deserve to love yourself and I don't know what these House of Avalon people are eating because they're <laughs> all so good like I mean I have to admit I, ha- I had expectations for Simone because of Gigi like Gigi did really yeah. well last season but she just went above and beyond that and she like completely different lang talaga eh. and she just did so well so and the star quality talaga. Like, even her 69 questions during the yeah. reunited episode. I was like, para talaga siyang celebrity na... She, she already is. Yeah, so professional. She's so, and she seems like a really nice person. Yeah. So, and she has a message to bring. Like, yeah. Outfit with the say their names on, on it. Oh, yeah. She, she recognizes that drag is the platform and drag race yeah. is the platform to bring her messages out there. I don't remember where I heard it from, but the statement is Simone is such a black drag queen. I mean, in the sense that her entire personality is about her culture, which is not a bad thing. It's actually really great na she's proud of who she is and she uses nga, that platform to not just be proud but to also like talk about stuff, talk about issues that actually affect people that, that actually matter. Especially in America right now, yeah. na it's still an ongoing struggle for the Black community even after George Floyd, right? So that, that means a lot I for sure for the Black community. And I remember when she stepped out in the white gown, she was safe. But Rue took the time out to like single her out and thank yeah. her for that look. Yeah. And come to think of it, like 
every single one of her looks had something to do with repping Black excellence. And she stepped out looking amazing every, at every turn. And the, uh, the character and the like sassiness of the Ebony Enchantress was just really like alluring every single yeah. time. And she's so shiny, like literally. And that's in the body yeah. oil lang raw. Yeah. <laughs> we need to sponsorship for like good for her. Johnson and Johnson, please. <laughs> Okay, but before we uh, declare who our winners are, um, let's go and proceed to our season 13 fashion review where I took some looks and we will decide if these looks are a slay or a wale. It's my favorite time thing every time we do these Drag Race episodes. Um, let me just share the looks. So yeah, I just took some categories off of this season and let's go ahead and choose. Okay, let's begin. The first category is Lamey You Stay. Uh, let's start with Tina Burner. This is her thin man look. This is an okay for me. It's one of the non-offensive <laughs> Tina Burner looks. Like, is there slay, wale, and okay? <laughs> so, or... This is okay. Yeah, because she's up in yeah. red, orange, or yellow. Yeah. Um, red, but not so much, you yeah. know? Like, like this. Okay. It fits her, it fits the theme, and yeah. it's, a, it's a garment that's on her body. <laughs> <laughs> I do not hate it. Yeah, it's okay. If I had to choose Slay or Wale, though, I'd say Slay. Like, it's okay. It wasn't a Wale. Yeah. But, it's a nice outfit. But also seeing Ellie Diamond's uh, Wizard of Oz look in Drag uh, yeah. UK Season 2, that this kind of like pales in comparison to that. Oh, for sure. And to think that this look actually has more polish than Ellie Diamonds, but Ellie's had a story. Yeah. yeah. I guess the bottom line is they just know that Rue really likes The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> True. <laughs> Next, we have Simone Simonier. Slay. Slay. I feel like all of her outfits will be staying Slay. So, as a precaution. Floyd Mayweather shaking. <laughs> ano na to? Front row endorsement. <laughs> oh, billboard. Thank you. Like I think even her, even her wand in her head was a uh, rhinestone studded. It's like it's wow. the detail. Yeah. Okay. And it's such a unique. Sorry, uh-huh. it's such a unique take on Lame. When you think of Lame, you think glamour, like. Uh, what we'll see later on, Kaito Misha. That's what you think when you think Lame. But uh-huh. then Simone's take was so unique. I loved it. Okay, next we have Got Mick. Slay. 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 This alien look was really like out of this world. <laughs> <laughs> nice. She looks like she's in a perfume. Uh, commercial. He is the perfume. <laughs> 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 you know. 
Lalagyan. Next, we have Olivia Lux. This is... Wale. 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 It's not a Wale for me, but it's also not a Celia. It's not like a... I really didn't like it. Mother of the Bride nga, no? Sige, fine. That's a Wale. Para siya... Like the call... Dress na nabili mo sa Divisoria. Like the color, <laughs> the cut. Yes. I didn't like it. It's also really aging. Yeah. It look flattering on her. Oh, nga, mother of the bride. And compared to the others, not just the one in this slide, but the others. Yeah. And last, we have Lala Ree. This is so often. It's a slay. It's a slay. And she thought uh, it's lame and not lame. <laughs> I mean, this is what she thought lame was. Well, yeah, this is what I would like to see what excellent is like if this is lame. It was so. Uh, I love Lollary and I really hope they cast her for all the stars. But yeah. yeah, this is opulence. She owns everything. Okay, next category we have trains for days. Simone, well, Simone. Slay. Slay. I think this is my favorite Simone look in the whole competition. Grabe, like, another Black Excellence outfit from Simone. I can't stop staring at it. The character so here is just like a really yeah. exuding of confidence and like yeah. Black power. And like, can I just say the way that Simone walks on the runway? I think she has the best runway walk out of all of them. It's so confident. And so... Hmm. And like, using the durag as the train, her mind. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next we have Candy Muse. <laughs> Wale. It's okay. <laughs> I didn't like her makeup. But the gown is okay. Like, Pero parang walang train though. <laughs> True, that's the train na. True. Yeah. And this letter is so weird. It's so away for me. Again, compared to the others who did the trail and theme. Very anasha, Chanel versus Candy's Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next, we have Denali. Play. She really ate this one up. Yeah. This was a hundred percent pure love. The best thing of the season. I really want to see Denali lip sync more just because of that one lip sync. But like, we kind of got the back. I like we kind of that kind of like backfired against us in that lip sync. Yeah. <laughs> and the video she makes that like recreating her lip syncs and yeah. like now they're so good iconic the, the if you seek amy one's my favorite i love it and last we have tina burner <laughs> wale, wale. Wale. this is so bad like <laughs> like make it make sense back at my tools uh, arms yeah <laughs> yeah smoke joke it wasn't the idea behind this I get the whole train conductor thing but it's executed oh, she had rail she had rails 
let her bring this. She looks like a clown. Not her friend. At least it's not. At least it's blue. May red pa rin. Remember that. Stereo train conduct. Okay. Uh, we have the ball extravaganza. We have Utica. Hey. Hey. Another really good outfit. Okay, one of the more good. memorable ones in the entire show for me. And she was for able my... to make this in a day. Yeah. Wow. I can't imagine how... This is like designer level. Mm. Ang ganda nga ng construction. Eh. Yeah. Like how do you look at a, a pile of sleeping bags? Yeah. How? And you can make an entire collection out of this, I feel. And it would feel, I feel like it would be very comfortable if in a cold <laughs> Yeah, winter Imagine, cold. Parang nasa malamig ka lang na kwarto, tapos yun yung suot ko. Parang ang sarap katulog. <laughs> <laughs> or even just to the movies, you know, kasi wala naman tayong winter. <laughs> the movies. Ayun. <laughs> <laughs> Or like pang camping. Oh, that's your, ano, patul. You're sleeping. Bag mo na yan. Tapos di ka rin lalamukin. <laughs> Multi-purpose outfit. So for that, it's a sleigh. Sleigh, indeed. Next, we have Rosé. I like this look. I liked it. It's a sleigh for me. It was like, I'm sorry. It's a sleigh for me. I don't like it. It, it I, I respect your opinion. <laughs> but she sold it. She sold yeah. it when she was walking down the runway. I like the umiikot kasi That was her really Yeah. That was fun. Next. I feel like I go the hair was... Like, yeah, the hair was off. I feel like a ponytail, like what Joey J is wearing, would have worked better. It would have made it look more 60s robot. I like the hair using. Very fine trying to be experimental. Pero mukha din siyang ano, makeup brush. So. <laughs> or yung mga sample, yung sample ng hair sa yeah. color ka yeah. <laughs> Yung sa booklet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next we have the iconic Lalari. Slay. It wasn't that bad. No, the intention is nice. Nakulang ko ng items ng fabric. Slay. It's one of the worst uh, garments we've seen on a on a ball challenge for drag race. With that said, it's a sleigh. Yeah. yeah. Iconic. Like, it, it makes no sense. Like, you realize she stood in line like with everyone else. Like she, like everyone else saw this. No one thought. No one thought to like bring it up or tell her as she was concerned. Not even a garment. It's like it's, I, I I watched the pit stop with Violet and she said it's not even where's the production? Where's the, it's it's not it's not clothes. It's not it's not a dress. It's not anything. That's why it's so. <laughs> I don't understand it. But yeah, so that would open the bags. It would be better. But I get I see what she's trying to do kasi. But if she if she really cut it open, Tasha, Tasha siya. Yeah, I'm sure. What about these look like Candy's pockets look? 
alam mo yun. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or then, you know, yung mga very constructed, like, mga thoughts, very, very, I don't know, like, geometric, whatever. This It kind would, of, this kind of reminds me of what, um, Vanjie's uh, look with the Barbie dolls looked like. Mm. Now, it was all, it was a circle with, with legs and <laughs> arms. <laughs> no shape whatsoever. The hair, though, and the face, very nice. But she, she wore it well. Yeah. With confidence uh, and pride. Yeah. I would buy gotta give it to her. this look. Because I, this, look, this look will always give us Nicole Byers <laughs> face. <laughs> Reacting to it, parang the reaction and a gif of the season. And last we have Joey J. This is okay. Not, not okay. entirely bad. I don't I just she got a lot of bad criticism for this though, which I don't really completely get. It's a wale for me, but just because of the proportions, they're so off. Again, parang wala siyang shape and the hem is so high na it makes her look like a baby almost. Yeah. I all It's also the neck thing. Yeah. Your neck. yeah. With the ponytail then in combination. But then the hair is nice. Very beautiful. My one issue then pala with Joey J is like in every runway, her makeup is always so strong. Mm. It doesn't look... I don't want to say naman it's unblended, but it's always so like, ooh, like it's out to get you. Or fight with you. Like, yeah. her brows are so, like, outlined. As yeah, compared to, like, if you look at, if you look at uh, uh, Rosé or even Lolari, it's so blended and it's so, like, the makeup works with their faces. But to Joey J, it's also theatrical and, like, ugh. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I would agree to that. Okay, next we have Little Black Dress. Let's start Ooh. with Simone. Slay. Slay. I shouldn't have added her because I know the, the... We can move on. <laughs> we have got Mick. This one for me is okay. Like I like the idea, but it was like, okay. For me, it's very unsafe in the way that I thought may eliminate or something because of this. Because it's very out of the box in a way. It's very out yeah. of the box. I like the concept, but I don't know. For me, it's just... Uh-huh. It's case, though. But yeah. only Gottmik can pull this off. Also. Yeah. It's very Gottmik. Okay, now we have Rosé. This is a wale for me. Wale, wale, wale. He looks like a, uh, yung, he looks like a duster. He looks like a sponge. Blood. Mukha siyang yung pillow, yung sofa pillow. <laughs> Pang lola na through pillow. Oh, yung pillow case. Yeah, I just don't know. And it's so shapeless. She just didn't have a lot of good looks in the first few episodes, I would say. Yeah. And uh, lastly, we have Utica. <laughs> I love this. Slay. It's a slay for me. It's so it's so weird and it's so Utica. But I love the concept. Yeah. The uh, the photo she posted on Instagram for this look. Very nice. 
It looks better though in the photo. I didn't on. get it until she explained she was supposed to be her earring. That's when I was like, ah, that's cute. And yeah, and I feel like if you're a judge, it's hard to see yeah. like what's happening. She wanted to be like a doll. And then parents brought up that the earrings are also her. It would be a better spin. Because you really can't see the earrings from her. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get it at all. That's true. They couldn't look at it. <laughs> But even without the earring concept, it's a it's an it's a pretty good look. Like, not bad. Partner ng Tin Man, but yeah. the gold, the gold girl. <laughs> yes. Okay. Next, we have Beast Couture. And oh, the uh-huh. as Mike was out. Can I just say like thing? <laughs> Prefacing this category, I hated. I hated how most of them approached this week's runway. It was so cast of cats. Most of them, huh? But then, like, it didn't remind me of drag. They look like um, oh, mga mascots in a children's birthday party. Monsters Inc. Would love to have Simone as a mascot at a party. Yeah, same. <laughs> I'd hire her. Hindi siya pang children's birthday party. That's like pang bachelor. <laughs> yeah. So Candy obviously awale. I don't know what he's trying to do here. Makes no sense. What are you carrying, girl? Yeah. Why? Why does she have her friend? <laughs> the friend. <laughs> Lol, yung ano, yung may snakes. Yeah. <laughs> and her makeup's not nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like a pass. Like, in Instagram. How could she survive this, like, competition wearing these types of looks? <laughs> and she stopped four. <laughs> exactly. We also have Olivia Lux as Sully. If um, if okay for me, yeah, it's okay. I'll give her a sleep because it's not a sleep it's because not it's bad not as the other ones. Bad as the other ones. Like you know, they still shape, and I like her makeup. Okay, next we have uh, Tina Burner. It's a slave. Yes. Yes. I like it. It's Wale, but you guys go first. For me, it's just like a nice Five Nights at Freddy look. It's fun. It's again, children's birthday party. She looks like she's in a preschool level uh, TV show. Where they're supposed to teach you about the joys of things. <laughs> so fun yeah, for me. I like it. I like the colors and I like how it was made. I get the parang very costume thing, but for me, this is one of the more diverse Tina Burner looks, yeah. which I enjoyed. Which you should have uh, put out earlier on for sure. And it looks yeah. very comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Like when she I slid during the lip sync, I was like, that looks like fun. Tama si Jeremiah Christmas a children's party. <laughs> <laughs> the mascot dancing my humps. 
at your kids' party. <laughs> and of course, it's a sleigh for Simone for everyone. <laughs> you know, honestly, this is like a small capital sleigh only because I really hated this category. They all came out because in the same. It's a very Simone pick. And only she could pull this yeah. off. <laughs> a ratchet fox. <laughs> okay. And last we have drag. I, I think this is the drag excellence joke. Or what? Hot pocket. The hot pocket. We have got mix. Her reference was really funny. The her kids from Hercules. Like the guy opening up the sign. And when she was talking about it, it's, she sounded like she was having so much fun explaining it. She was just laughing. So yeah, I like this. It's one of my favorite Gothic looks. Just because it's yeah. so witty. Yeah, uh, Gothic was really good. This is a sleigh for me. Nikki, you wanted to say something. The dress itself is super nice. I think it's made out of watches also. That must have been really heavy, no? Uh, next, we have the Pabitin look by Candy <laughs> Moon. I well, love my Ganda. <laughs> Actually, not bad. It would have been better. It was tailored. Um, better. It yeah. could have somehow worked. You know, honestly, if, took out, if she took out the whole sweater aspect of the, yeah. in the collar, then she just went with the pabitin <laughs> part of the dress, it would have worked with another set of wigs. Oh, sayang. I didn't like the wig. I didn't like the wig. I I like the look, but it could have been edited, and then it would actually look better on another person, mm. in my opinion. Because it's, it's yeah. a look, but not yeah. like this. Not for sure. She looks like a clown at the end of it. It's very like. Sorry, you're on mute, Nikki. Sorry, you're on mute. Oh, sorry. I was saying it's very avant-garde. The idea. It will work that way. But just not for Candy. And also, if the colors weren't so sakit sa mata. <laughs> it's very Harajuku to me. Like, uh, I think it, it could have really been done better. I think Louis is someone else. great in like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to see that. Hand it over, Candy Muse. <laughs> we have a rose. This is cute. Play. I really love this. Play, yeah. This is like a small capital sleigh. <laughs> I have quibbles, but it's it's very rose. I retro. Wish, I wish the wig was more retro and styled more. About yeah, I wish it was bigger. Yeah, and or like, like she had like a flip. Like ginormous. Or she had like a flip do and it curled at the end. So you really got the retro 
vibe. And also, if she wore like white go-go boots instead yeah, of... Yeah, like shiny. Yeah, like, yeah the shiny. Patent leather. Yeah. Agree, agree. But I'm a sucker for anything like 60s, so I really like this one. I love it. And lastly, we have Simone. Simone. Hey, it's a hey. Although I didn't like her wig that much here. Fair, fair, fair. But I like the outfit for sure. I mean, concept. But I don't know, like the hair. It's not my I favorite Simone look. Yeah. But it's still a slay for me. But the hair for me was like, yeah, it's okay. She knew the assignment as usual. Yeah, she understood. Yeah. And at the end of the whole thing, I just was hungry for hot pockets. Can I? Just- <laughs> <laughs> now I want some. And that's it for our fashion photo review for season thirteen. So before we end this episode, um, let's go around and ask who is your winner for season thirteen as we head into the finale. Let's start with uh, myself. Uh, <laughs> Um, I will go for. I'm probably. I'm really torn between Team Simone and Team Gottmik, because I know that Gottmik has that um, new drag and representation uh, like points for co- going for her to be a cl- winner for this season, and the fact that she was so versatile the whole time, and she showed that she's just not a fashion or a look queen. And showed that she can do comedy and all that uh, makes her a winner for me. And Simone, uh, we mentioned earlier, I kind of got more convinced on the Simone side af- after this episode. So yeah, I can't choose between both of them, but I would, I would be happy with any of the two. And I do love Rose, but uh, I don't think she has it in the bag this time around for her. Same, I'm. I'm a super team Simone, like from the start balang. I really feel like she she has a lot of she has a lot to bring if she were to win the competition. She's honestly one of the most exciting drag queens I've rooted for in quite some time. And the talent and she has everything, charisma, uniqueness, nerve and talent. It's all there. And I also feel like she's just ripe for the crown. Next. Me, it's a tie between Simone and Gottmik. I've been saying it since the beginning, as from the promos. Yeah, I remember. Oh my god, oh my god. But now, like, there's so much more reason to say it. I mean, because they're both really good. But then, yeah, they also show two very different versions of the future of that. But I feel like the more possible winner would be God make. Like, I, I can see it happening. But I want it to be both of them. But then also, just one winner. <laughs> but I'm not really sure how that's going to work. But... Those are my top two. Okay, I'll go next. <laughs> I was trying to feel it out, but okay, I'll go next. For me, as much as I really stand Gottmik, 
for the whole season. Parang tayo din siya for me. Like, it's so hard for me to choose after Simone is just Simone. You know, she grew and I feel like it was something different every time while also getting the assignment every time. While Got Mick, on the other hand, also did that, but had fun with it. You know, with 13 seasons of Drag Race US and All Stars, I feel like sobrang seryoso na, na parang, oh, this is, you know, a show and I'm gonna win and whatever. We forget that, oh, you can have fun with it pala. And we saw that with Got Mick and we had fun while just watching her slay it. So whoever wins among the two of them, I'm happy. I'll be happy. Yeah. Yeah, same, same. As long as it's not any of the three, as long as it's not candy, I, I, I'd be happy yes. if it went to candy as well. But I think, <laughs> I think for me, gosh. <laughs> but yeah, I think realistically, it's gonna go to either Simone or Gottnick. Like I think we just know that. Um, uh, like that's a known fact. It's it's one of the two, if not both, one of the two. But it's a pretty. Candy aside, it's a pretty good top four. Like um, they all deserve deserve. <laughs> sorry, Candy. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah. For me, I'm Team Simone. I don't. I just really love her. Um, but I feel like God makes gonna win, just because she stands for so many things and she just changed the game. Um, but I was also telling Nikki earlier, like, I feel like Rue is just gonna pull a wild card and <laughs> make Rosé the winner. <laughs> or I was also saying, when I was watching the reunion episode, I had this feeling that it's gonna be both of them, Simone and Gottmik. Like, we're gonna have, like, two winners. But, yeah, if you're gonna ask me what team I'm on, I'm team Simone, but I feel like Gottmik's gonna win. Okay, and that makes us all Team Simone and Team Gottmik <laughs> at the end. Same, uh, same. We just reward that. Everyone just reward that. <laughs> I mean, I guess we're, as we watched it, we all have the same sentiments then. So it kind of makes sense <laughs> as we watch together. But yeah, that puts an end to our Drag Race Season 13 extravaganza. The longest season ever. Um, and... Uh, of course, but before we end the show, we have our pop stop or our pop culture recommendations for the week. I will go and start with mine. Um, I just want to recommend the, the album by Shiny, Don't Call Me, slash Atlantis, the repackaged version. Just really good K-pop and proves that Shiny is still in the game. And the photo book is the photos they have are just really good. And I wasn't even like a big Shiny fan when I started K-pop, but this comeback made me like appreciate them more and it's really good music just to listen to so yeah that's for me this week jeremiah uh, okay um okay i'll, I'll recommend the book <laughs> um i i've been reading with my book club, uh, Little Fires Everywhere by Celeste Nang. And it's uh, one of those books that really draws you in. And I love how she writes. Uh, she just, she gets into the minds of each of her characters so well. And she explains their thought processes, why they do what they do really well. And 
if you've been looking for a book that will uh, get you back into the love of reading, I recommend Little Fires Everywhere by Celeste Nang. Speaking of uh, books, yeah, go ahead, Therese. <laughs> okay, I won't recommend the book. Um, I don't. This isn't. It's pop culture, but it's pretty old. Um, I've been watching Will and Grace lately. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I was just. I just wanted like a feel good show, and it's so funny. Like I'm surprised at how much I like it. It's really funny. And honestly, like, it's so ahead of its time. Parang, I can't believe they were talking about these things, like, early 2000s. But yeah, watch it. I'm, I'm not done with it. I like a season four. But it's really, like, I literally laugh out loud in I so love, many parts. I love, what's her name? See, Karen. So Karen. Much. My favorite. I love, I love all of them. Except Grace. <laughs> but, it's <a> re- <laughs> but it's a really good show. So, yeah, well, and Grace. Yeah, I'm in, like, season one pa lang. Uh, I've seen a few episodes, but it's like friends for like queer people. I, yeah. I, <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Okay, next, uh, Nikki. Okay. Um, so one thing that I super want to recommend is About to Eat on YouTube. It's by the same food people from BuzzFeed. But then I think the videos, for me personally, I find them a little better and they look better and the content's better. And the team's just really fun. It's Sila Andrew um, from, ano, from Worth It and all the very cookie people. Very fun. And like, I, I thought I'd be over BuzzFeed by now because there's a lot of food YouTube channels now. But then these are really good people with just very fun videos to watch. Very quiet, but also straight to the point. And the food's really good. Also, a lot of Asians on the team. It's like mostly Asians, so it's nice. Um, I can go next. I will recommend an anime. Because a lot of people have been getting into it since uh, Attack on Titan, I think. So many people have been watching it. It's been recently, like it recently just got added on Netflix. It's called Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Um, it's not yet done, but it's like, like the recent season, it's on Netflix. And um, <laughs> I don't know how to explain the beast that this Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, it's very strange, but um, there's just something that makes you want to watch it. Like it's just so compelling. It, it follows, I'll, I'll do a very quick synopsis. <laughs> It follows uh, the generations of the Joestar family. So each season, you have a different main character. It starts in the 30s, uh, and then it, it, it goes like the, 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 the great-great-great-grandfather following the next, like the grandson, da-da-da-da-da-da. Like it's, that's the story. And they all have special powers. The reason why it's called Jojo, like all of their names, you can uh, nickname it to jo- Jojo. So... Jonathan Joestar, Jotaro Pujo, like that. If you want something that's light and kind of weird, but um, just, just to pass the time, uh, I, I highly recommend it. <laughs> Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, yeah. <laughs> so I shall also recommend an anime, and I think we talked about it last week. If you also want something very light and new on Netflix, it's called The Way of the House Husband. Um, it's the anime that got my dad to watch anime because it's a mix of food 
and just kagaguhan. You know, he's uh, the sto- the quick, the long and short of it is he's an ex yakuza guy who decided to be a house husband. So he's just living his life while his wife is working and he's cooking. He is make, doing the groceries, taking care of the cat, and it's just snippets of his life. It's it's funny lang, super light, nothing deep at all. If you just watched something like Attack on Titan and need something light, you can watch this. <laughs> Ayon. Agree. Super nakagutom siya. Like the food that he makes, like wow, I wanna eat. And that's something about a lot of anime. I would say, <laughs> parang you just wanna eat Japanese food, especially at this time na we can't have access to like the best Japanese food because it's all takeout, I guess. So yeah, it's a fun thing. But I think there's also a live-action adaptation to that, right? I'm excited because it'll be real food. There's one! There's one on Netflix. Yeah. Netflix here or is it your... Ano? It's also here. It's <laughs> it, it, I think it was first before the anime, which a lot of people are also complaining about because they're saying it's not really animation but more like a PowerPoint presentation but apparently um it was the it was the author's request to make it like that so we can't go against that i guess yeah but it was to focus more on the voice acting quality which i kind of see like wanted it to be a voice daily <laughs> it makes sense yeah but it's just fun actually Yeah, I just want Japanese food. Just <laughs> that's it. Gutom lagi. Same. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much it for our episode this week. Thank you so much to everyone for joining me. Thank you, Cholo. Thank you, Cholo. Thanks, Cholo. Um, our episodes of Popcorn can be heard on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, and wherever you stream your podcasts. And of course, we're here on Radio Katipunan, 87.9 FM, every week. Thanks to the RK fam. You can go follow us on social media. That's at Popcorn with Cholo, at Popcorn W Cholo. And we will see you all next time. Bye!